0: No. <laughs> <coughs> oh God. <coughs> oh, hello. <coughs> oh God. I tried to drink water and I, I'm drowning. Oh my God. What the? F- I spent like all afternoon working on this ticker. There it is. The ticker is working, kind of. I need to fix this up a little bit. That's okay. Ah. Uh. Ooh, sorry. I almost just drowned. That was crazy. Hello. My name is Elon. This is the best of five. We're back. I I finally fixed the ticker, guys. It's it's back so you can see results. I need to fix this, though. I'll do it next week. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show where I will... Talk about fighting game stuff with my co-hosts in the chat. Hello, fellow co-hosts. I hope you all are doing well. Tonight on the show, I'm going to fix something that I've been meaning to fix that I forgot to fix for Olson's sake. So hello, Olson. Uh everybody 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 say thanks, Olson, in the chat right now. And if you're watching the YouTube, say thanks, Olson. Olson's our editor who's who painstakingly puts all of this stuff together for us, and if you're if you're listening, and if you're listening to the the uh, the audio podcast version of this, uh, I want you to raise three fingers up and say thanks, Olsen. He'll get the message. He he's weird, I know. Um, but anyway, tonight on the show, we're gonna talk about the Tech and Eight stuff we missed last week. We're gonna talk about educational content in the FGC. Mostly because I worked on a lot of it. <laughs> uh, there's somehow more Street Fighter 6 information. I thought we knew everything. Uh, and Texas Showdown's next week. We'll be there. We're like, 8 out of 10 chance that we're doing a show from the venue. It's looking like it's going to happen. I have to double check with Javi uh, as before this week's over. Uh, but before we get into all of this uh Before we get into all of our topics, uh, there are two things I want to discuss. First, uh, here's a little update about my life and things that have been uh, going on on my end of things. Um, I've been doing streams in the mornings, and they have been so much fun. I have been having a blast. So if you don't know, uh, I've been streaming almost every day at 9.30 in the morning. It's been a lot of fun. Um, And we kind of cover some of the topics. And then... That makes this easier because I get to research things a little bit more. Hooray! Uh, Secondly, my legs hurt. I did, like, uh, it's been, like, hell week for my legs in the gym. I broke 400 on a hip press machine today. So that was pretty cool. Um, Lifting over 400 pounds was uh, a weird feeling. Uh, Next. I didn't quite find a place for this in the show, however, I have to bring this up. If you guys don't know, Indie Fighting Game Festival is going on at Steam right now. If you tune into Steam, uh, you can see a bunch of uh, FGC content creators playing indie fighting games, and we went over a couple of them uh, during one of our morning streams, and I picked out a couple of trailers for a couple of the games that I found the most interesting. So. Before we even get into the recap, let's take a look at some of these trailers for some indie fighting games that are either going to be coming out or are already out. So here first is uh, Shattered. Oh, there's supposed to be audio here. There you go. Oh, my God, he he killed her. I didn't know they got. (laughs) I don't think I've seen these. Anyway, there you go. That's shattered, uh and that will be featured in uh, the Indie Fighting Game Fest. The art style is beautiful. The game looks super fun. Uh, the one thing that makes me really uncomfortable is the one lady who turns into, a, like, a gun for a super. That For whatever reason, that kind of makes me uncomfortable, and I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, but, yeah. Here is another trailer. Uh, this is a game that I've already played, and I've, I said this on the morning shows when we were looking at these. This is a game that I think every... Everyone who's serious about either learning or playing fighting games should play. You don't like Gun Girls? I, I don't know what it is. I think it's just like the way she turns into the gun makes me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it enough. Maybe I will get used to it. I don't know. Um, but this is a game. This next one is a game that everybody that wants to learn, get better at, play fighting games needs to play. It is a turn-based fighting game, and it is called Mega Knockdown. germa (laughs) that's that's like the reason i actually picked up this game is because they used germa when germa did green screen stuff uh and the game is amazing man it's so good at teaching you it's so good at teaching you how to like what decision making is like in fighting games right especially because it gives you time to think about what you're doing and both actions play out at the exact same time it even gets crazier because there's situations where, like, one person will have an advantage, right? Uh, like, the other person will have a adva- uh, disadvantage. So, like, some moves come out a little bit earlier. Some moves are punishable. It, like, it's fucking crazy. Go play that game. It's amazing. The people who made it put a lot of thought into it, and it's super-duper fun. Please go try it. It'll make you a better fighting game player because it really teaches you how to think and how to, uh, how to fight an opponent instead of just, you know, doing combos mindlessly. As far as like the big anime cat girl, I, ju- I just like that German is in it. <laughs> With that said, though, this is an older trailer for the game. From what I've seen, they've started adding like actual characters into the game. So this is an early access, and this is an older trailer. So the game is much more far along than what that showed. Wake up DP or wake up EXDP. Die by sword. You can learn about those decisions in that game. It'll teach you. Last but not least, this is the this is the game that I am the most excited about out of all of the other ones that I've seen so far. Um, I don't know, I don't remember if this game is in the indie game, indie fighting game festival or if it just like wound up being released, or not released, but like if they started talking about it recently, but um, this game is exciting. It reminds me a lot of uh, Mortal Kombat Deception. Yeah, I think it was Mortal Kombat Deception that had a mode like this. Um, But here is uh, Checkmate Showdown. Join them now on Discord, will you? Uh, and as if that wasn't enough of a tease, we can't play the game quite yet. They're, they're still like, they're, it's it's a secret build. It's not out in the wild just yet. However, they showed off one character today, and this is that character. The bishop is the rushdown of the game. He hits hard and fast, but has very few defensive tools. Thanks to his speed and his many approach mix-ups, the bishop excels in keeping the pressure on his opponent, whether in the air or on the ground. Once the guard is passed, the bishop can do what he does best, a series of combos throwing the opponent in all directions. If you like fast characters that specialize in close-range combat, the bishop is who you want to main. If you want to know more about our game, head over to checkmateshowdown.com. Yeah, checkmateshowdown.com. Please go check out that game. It looks so much fun. I really I really want to play that game. Mostly because it, it seriously just reminds me of like the the combat chess. Right. And I used to love combat chess because I didn't really know how to play chess, but I knew how to play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so I'd always win, even though I would lose at the chess game um also what up shayon good to see you i see squidly i see die by sword see later dragon mtar see everybody good to see you guys man it feels like i haven't done one of these in a while but it's just because last week we had to we had to have some real talk about stuff in the fgc unfortunate with all this said um this is this is some cool stuff that happened over the week uh that i don't think i wasn't like quite able to put on the show but i wanted to mention anyway but now ladies and gents with all this said it's time. It's time for us to take a look back over the weekend in our Steve Ace King Offsuit Memorial weekly recap. There we go. We're going to DreamHack San Diego, baby, known as the the tournament that is kind of helping to revitalize the SoCal scene. We're starting off with a big one. It's Guilty Gear Strive, and it was taken by the Moist One, Hotashi, winning it over MFCR and Aaron the taking the big, big bronze medal. Uh, stealthy Otane Etam. mate. Oh, I don't know Otane Itam. I-, I don't know what that name is. Flash Metroid, Trevor Sue and Lolo rounding out the rest of the top eight. Tied for ninth is just Joe. Lord Kizzy K, Aquino, N.Y. Chris G. K7 Showoff, Razorburn, Pocket, and Young Goki round out the rest of the top 16, all tied for 13th. Congratulations to everybody on a good showing for Strive. It was very fun to watch. I watched bits and pieces of it. King of Fighters 15, Juan KOF taking it over Reynald in the Grande Finals. N.Y. Chris G. once again popping up on our top 16. Taking the big bronze medal for King of Fighters. Uh, JTKOF, Monkey El Rosa, TDO Moments, and Andy OCR rounding out the rest of the top eight. Yursea Man, K- uh, KCMKRSAM, <laughs> Kles and Kizzy K once again tying for ninth. Uh, Gon, Corey Bell, Mothman, and Jumbo Turbo rounding out the rest of the top 16 for King of Fighters at DreamHack San Diego. But we're not done just yet because we still got a bunch more to go. We got Street Fighter V, and it was taken by the man, the myth, the legend, the North American hero, Puerto Rico's own, Mono, taking it over Cory Bell in the grand finals. Dread Dragon rounding out the podium with the big bronze medal. JB taking fourth. Stupendous and Pinoy. Now, those are. Pinoy is a name I have not heard in a hot minute stupendous pinoy Clegg madness and cuz lightyear rounding out the rest of the top eight mad king jazz dero cash goods and calm vision to all tying for ninth tempest alfie roach and shakira danzig along with sniper beam rounding out the rest of the top 16 for street fighter 5 if you think that's it you're dead wrong because there's more we had super smash brothers showing up and boy, Amsa, all the way from Japan, taking it over. Tempo Axe in the melee bracket. Kodorin taking the big bronze medal. Fiction, Spark, Curve, Weavens, and Franz rounding out the rest of the top eight. So, congratulations to everyone on the Smash Brothers melee brackets. And for on the ultimate side of things, we had MK Big Boss all the way from Mexico taking it over. Kurama. And Larry Lur rounding out the podium with the bronze medal Luis Chase andric dark Wizzy and PSK Omega Rugal the one character that unfortunately is not in smash Wound up in the top eight so congratulations to everyone uh, on the smash ultimate results Oh, we're still not even close to done baby because we got to talk about some Tekken 7 shadow 20 Z a name that always 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 causes lots of headaches a very very good player that just ru- uh, like ruins everybody's day taking the big tournament Avery RIB taking the silver medal and Jackie Tran Jackie Tran taking the bronze 5DX the Theron- the Th- Th- Theron Chaos Armaku Brandini and Bad intent rounding out the rest of the top 8 Way Gamble Dr the Dr. The Jake man 8 MD will and long burnt neck rounding out the rest of the top nine weapon X Mando Savage tone and The content creator himself rip r- Tying for 16th rounding out the rest of the uh, the bracket for Tekken 7 Oh, do you think we're done? No, 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 there's more Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3: The Big Return to Offline. Jabril taking it over Ramura in the Grand Finals to get the gold. Artistic, art, artistic, artistic. Oh boy, artistic taking the bronze medal. Dead X Pride time or uh, getting fourth. The Magic Pixel Mexican tying for fifth along WBI Priest. Noel Noel Brown coming in. And getting himself a seventh place alongside Sick Abyss Two, uh, and tied for ninth are Chris G, Mothman, Sd Shogun, and Dillion. And tied for thirteenth is Rambam, the the old lady killer Rambam, Bottle of Mo, Ray Ray, and BKN, rounding out the rest of the top sixteen for Ultimate Marvel Three at DreamHack San Diego. There's still more. It never ends. It never ends. Guilty Gear Exard Revelator 2 was taken by the Beppus Max. Hyped for sliced bread. That's right. He did it. He took it. He was hyped for sliced bread, and now he's hyped because he's got a gold medal in Rev 2. Skullgirl's second encore was taken by Race. Under Night in Birth EXE Lake Clear was taken by and Sugar. And Brawlhalla, the big, big Brawlhalla tournament, was taken by Impala the car a car played it was great and on our recap we also got this last week we have the evo 2023 early bird registration leaderboard with street fighter 6 all the way at the top taking second is guilty gear strive tekken 7 in third place ultimate marvel vs. capcom 3 breaking all expectations showing up in fourth above dragon ball fighters 6th is for King of Fighters 15th. Melty Blood Type Lumina taken 7th, and Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate bringing up the rear. This is just a reminder this was the end of early bird registration. We still have regular registration and late registration before we have the final numbers. But this was uh, some information that we got from Lord Rick. Thankfully so. And that rounds out this week's recap. What a smooth, smooth recap. How about that? Huh? Huh? Uh, (laughs) So, uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to talk about this last week, but I do want to talk about some of the Tekken news that we missed because there's a little bit more than you think there is. There's a lot of information that got disseminated by Harada on Twitter that I feel like a lot of people missed. And granted, it's not information that we were expecting to get, but it's confirmation and it's putting us in a good place in uh, our faith in how this game is going to go. So we're going to talk about that. However, before we get to that, let's get to some trailers. So we got even more trailers at EVO Japan. They showed a shit ton of trailers leading up to EVO Japan and then at EVO Japan, even more trailers. Can you freaking believe it? Here was the first trailer they showed. Wait, that was the wrong one, sorry. Why'd the audio stop? There he is. Ooh, you about to get this work. Time to take out the trash. Ready for the next battle. The Grand Master of Drip. Eight. New Challenger. Smith. Ooh, you better get this work. He's still got the cane, and the cane still hurts. That's a new ender, by the way. That's a regular old ender at the wall. 1 plus 2, 1 plus 2, 1 plus 2. That's down forward 2, 1 plus 2. Up forward 3 plus 4, 1 plus 2. Now, I think that's all chip, and that's all going to hurt real bad. There we go. We got the misdirection. And that's his down back two. Oh, he looks good. Oh, you got to get this work. And Sugar with the redesign got a hoodie and some bling. I love it. For those of you that don't know uh, I've been I've been maining Leroy since this announcement. Uh, I, I was a Dragonov main I played Leroy when he first came out had a lot of fun. I'm playing Leroy again That character is so much fun man. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm officially a Leroy main as of <laughs> as of people Japan weekend uh, and as if that wasn't enough we got more Now unfortunately I can't quite give you a, <laughs> a breakdown for this one because I did not play the I do not play this character, nor do I know how this character works. Get ready for the next battle. turn eight New Challenger! So wait, is she in the lore? Is she like Jin's... cousin? Aunt? Sister? Nephew? No Niece? So it looks like she is going to have uh, kind of I, I like to. She's Jin's cousin. Got it. Okay. Thank you for thank you for the lore updates, Squidly. So she looks like she's going to have uh, Claudio's starburst mechanic, right? You can see she she charges up, and every time she charges up, she then gets a big follow up with the green stuff. So it's looking like it's going to work kind of like Claudio's cloudburst, which is super duper interesting. The volleyball spike mm. I want them to release this track though This is definitely like rave worthy Yeah Anyway, that's Asuka uh, Coming in Yeah, it really looks like she's gonna have like the Claudio cloudburst or a cloudburst starburst uh type of mechanic because she like like in the middle of her combo she would do a stance where she was like hey st- b- st- do something or whatever she says right and then immediately after that she has a new move it's like the like dive thing almost looks like uh master raven's stuff but yeah my my guess is it's gonna be like claudio starburst where she has to load that up and then she can let it go let it rip this is the stuff we got at the end of the Tekken Seven Top Eight for Evo Japan, uh, which if you did not get to watch was pretty damn good. Uh, go back and watch it again if you did. However, I don't know if you guys have been seeing. After all the excitement for Tekken Eight, right? We got the we got like the embargo lift right before Evo Japan. After Evo Japan, there was still like a lot of people disseminating content. And everybody who got to play Tekken 8 at EVO Japan has been talking about Tekken 8. Harada has been taking to Twitter and joining in talking to Tekken 8 with everybody. But as you know, the curse of being a a fighting game developer, the curse of being a video game developer in general, is anytime you tweet something, you're going to get a bunch of people who are not going to care about not anything they're not going to read the room they're just going to say what they want to say like oh, put my character in there um and harada decided to actually talk to these people and answer some questions so we saw this tweet somebody asking okay but will there be rollback question mark and his answer already installed it and it already has what you want The reason why we don't make big announcements like crossplay is because even if we make big announcements, people like you will only say things like, Wah! That's normal this day and age. So shut up and sit the hell down. Sit the hell down. I I love the way he said it at Tekken World Tour Finals when they released Negan. I think it was 2018? 2019? Where he said, sit down the hell. And I thought it was awesome. I kind of want to use that uh, for the rest of my life. Sit down to hell. As if that wasn't enough. So we got confirmation that there is rollback in Tekken 8. However, is it going to be another situation where Tekken is 3? We don't know. Harada himself installed it. Uh, I think with Arika joining in and trying to make the netcode, I think it's probably going to be a little bit better than Tekken is 3. So here's hoping. Uh, Another thing that he said in that previous tweet, but outright confirms in another tweet, is this. Somebody asks, can we get crossplay, Harada? Harada responds, crossplay? Of course I will. By the way, when the previous generation consoles were released, I had already proposed crossplay between the two platformers. However, at that time, they were at odds with each other over their mutual interests and peer-to-peer security issues and repeatedly refused. So, there you go. Crossplay and rollback are coming to Tekken 8. That's pretty exciting. And yeah, when Tekken 7 came out, was like right when um, it was right when like PlayStation was just not having it. Right, PlayStation really wanted or uh, Xbox really wanted to have crossplay between PlayStation and Steam. PlayStation was not having it, and it was very funny because just a couple years prior. PlayStation wanted to have crossplay and Xbox was not having it. So it's a very bizarre turn of events. However, uh, the magic money that is Epic Games came in and brought everybody together and now we have crossplay. So Tekken 8 will be included. And Olsen is asking, is it three? I need to know. Yes, it was confirmed by Harada. Tekken is three. Tekken is three. <laughs> Fortnite brought us crossplay. Yeah, it did. Thanks, Fortnite. Yep. So whenever you whenever you start turning your nose up at Slurp Juice or whatever it's called, just remember, they gave us crossplay. But anyhoosal, that's some Tekken 8 stuff that we missed, including some Twitter shenanigans by Harada, the man, the myth, the legend. So what's next for Tekken 8? Next week is the mix-up, and Tekken 8 is going to be at the Mix-Up in Lyon, France. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to watch it too much because I'll be too busy enjoying Texas Showdown. Which we'll talk about a little bit later because um, there's a lot of exciting stuff that is going to be happening around Texas Showdown and at Texas Showdown. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, also, if anybody's going, let me know. We'll, like, we'll, we'll, we'll like high-five or something or, like, fist bump. Yeah. Anywhoozle. Next, I wanted to take some time to... We're going to put that on hold because Animate Sam has redeemed for us to press the button. And when somebody tells me to press the button, I got to press the button. So if you give me one second, let me shuffle this up. Right, hold on. Here it is. Your button press. He's going, going for to be it. There- Ow! Ow! He didn't bite. 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 oh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, the legs! Go for the legs! Go for the legs! And he's removing the the headphones. Good stuff there. You can't even hear the the Let's go. What you do? What he do? The Yo, cool get off of the oh my man, god. Get off my emotions. seat. Get off my seat, man. Let me <laughs> talk to the the champion You got him, baby. Ah! Uh, <laughs> the- Sorry. <laughs> yipes can make I am I'm, I'm very convinced that Yipes can make paint drying uh exciting. I'm thoroughly convinced. Just him screaming there was awesome. But anyway, uh that was when Wolfcron tried to invade NLBC and Shine said, No sir. So, thank you, Animate Sam for redeeming the button press. Now, as I was saying before we were so kindly interrupted, and, and I mean it kindly. I, I came across as snarky. I didn't mean it that way. Anyway, uh, there was a big discussion that hit Twitter this past week about educational content in the FGC. Now, for those of you that don't know me very well, uh, before I started video editing and before I got into the FGC, was high school teacher. So, if we're going to talk about education, I got some thoughts. Especially because when I started video editing, I started video editing uh, educational content for the FGC. Things like cross-counter training and James Chen's first attack. Right? All the way back in 2014, 2015, I think. 2016? I think it might have been 2015, 2016. Anyway. So... I got I got I got some thoughts about this uh, educational content in the FGC. We did go over some of it in the morning streams, however, I wanted to hash it out on the show for the bigger audience. So I'm gonna toss it over to Elon on the top left. He has all of the information on educational content in the FGC and what's missing. Elon, it's your turn. Hey, it's taking a nap up here. Damn it. Hi. We're going to talk about educational uh, educational content in the FGC. So, for those of you that were not aware, uh, there was a tweet posted by Sir Joe that said, "Sincere question, looking for as many responses as possible. Is there a lack of FGC content that aims to help people get better?" It seems most how-to slash tutorial vids lack the implication portion of it all, the whys behind decision-making. They seem to miss that deeper perspective. So the answer to Li Joe's question is yes and no. When Street Fighter V was coming out, and right before Street Fighter V was coming out, that is where a lot of the super educational content was being made, Right. We had James Chen doing first attack. We had cross counter training. Flow did the flow chart tutorial series, which I also edited. Uh, so there was a lot, a lot, a lot of educational content that went into the deeper whys. I specifically remember editing the uh the flowchart episode for footsies. Right? And Flow had uh, and Flow like was teaching people about the concept of footsies. Uh, I talked about or uh, I edited the uh, the first attack where James Chen was explaining. I think he was explaining. I think he was explaining specifically like the the concept of getting your your opponent to do what you want. Right. Uh, Which was very interesting. And cross counter training had everything. Right. Like that was when Gutex released the book. Right. Uh, with like how to train and all that other stuff. But if you look at it from today's point of view, there's a, there, there is almost none. Right. There are like some guides here and there. Uh, however, the proliferation of knowledge in the FTC is no longer in content. Right. Why is that first? Educational content, it's so difficult to make, right? You could be the best damn player. You could be Daigo. You could be, like, Punk. You can be Zen. You can be... Who won EVO Japan? Uh, NL. You could be the best player that will ever exist on the earth. But if you don't know how to teach, you are not going to be able to do anything, right? You're just going to be a great player, and you're not going to be able to get information from in here to out here. Um, when we when we were talking about this during our early streams uh, earlier this week, which I think might have been yesterday. Uh, I don't quite remember. They all blend in. Uh, we specifically talked about how co- educational content is very hard to make and it's also very hard to consume. It's extremely hard to consume, right? The internet is meant to get your attention and to get you to click things and to get you to uh get like the dopamine receptors like firing on all cylinders and just like get your attention and move it from place to place right you're not meant to sit down and think about one thing for more than 20 minutes the internet wants you to go whichever which way every five minutes or less right everybody's trying to get you to click something everybody's trying to get you to look at their shit so when you start talking about educational content, it's impossible to disseminate knowledge. It's impossible to extend knowledge via, uh, via content. Making it is also extremely difficult because the, the balance of teaching a lesson and making it engaging, worthwhile... Engaging, worthwhile, effective, efficient, and consistent is borderline impossible, right? If you look at James Chen's first attacks, they are absolutely wonderful pieces of information, right? However, each video is like anywhere between like 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour, right? And again, it's so difficult to like really buckle down, sit down and watch something, especially when you're on YouTube. You look at the right side of the screen, it's just all a bunch of thumbnails trying to get you to click on it, right? On top of that, you can't just watch one video and be done with it. You have to watch the whole thing. Like he said it himself, it's a college course, right? You have to go through the entire thing. So, what is the solution? Right. What is the solution for us to have more creative content? There are two solutions. First, knowledge is being disseminated more in the social aspect of the FGC than in the content aspect of the FGC, right? People who go to tournaments, people who grind with their friends, people who go to locals, that's where the knowledge is kind of being disseminated more nowadays, right? Uh and it's easier that way because having that social connection is something that helps keep you engaged, and you're playing the game, you're doing things. It's it's a lot easier to, it's a lot easier for your uh, dopamine receptors to fire off when you're having a conversation with someone, and when something strikes or when something clicks, have the other person there also have it click with you. Um, the the other part about educational content is, aside from all of those other difficulties, not a lot of people are gonna watch it. <laughs> um, you know, we can we I I can make the best damn course on spacing, right? Which I kind of did, uh, and I proved it uh, during one of the early streams. I Sat down, I made like a tiny little lesson plan for spacing. We had exercises and then I played a match and won after not playing Street Fighter for months because we practiced spacing. So getting lesson plans and making sure that everything is super highly organized and efficient is a lot of work on the front end. Then editing making sure it looks good, making sure it fits the attention span, making sure that it attracts viewers. It's borderline impossible, right? So, the solution to this is to have not not necessarily an actual course, but like a teaching session, right? I can speak to you, you can speak to me, I can give you information, you can ask me questions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You can take notes if you so damn choose. I can do lesson plans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. However, again, it's, it's difficult to stay doing it as well. Because the other thing, too, is let's look at it this way, right? How many people have told you, uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grind this game and I'm gonna learn it. I'm guilty of this too. I'm gonna learn this game and I'm gonna get really good at it. They play it for three days, and then on a the fourth day they stop playing it. Fifth day, they stop playing it, and you're like, "Hey, what's happening? You're not logging in. You're not putting in your the time." It's like, ah, life gets in the way, right? Ah, ah, it's too much work, right? When it comes to put up or shut up, when you have to sit down and do work, eighty percent of the time, people are gonna go do something else that's more fun, right? So, in that sense. Educational content, unfortunately, is impossible to consume. I think the best ways to provide educational content is, and we talked a little bit about this this morning, is they have these events in Japan that I find very interesting, and I wish we could have something similar here in the U.S., however... Because of uh, shitty infrastructure and because of lack of resources, we I don't think it's going to be at all possible. However, in Japan, they have these events where pros will all meet at a certain town, right? Like there will be a big tournament, and everybody will get to play. They'll have casuals, they'll have the tournaments. The pros will uh, give uh, give like a panel top talk, panel talks, discussions. Like, you as a quote-unquote normal human being will get to interact with the pros, ask questions, learn. That stuff, I think, is super helpful, right? Especially when we get top players involved. Why? Why would we want to get top players involved in education? Why Why is that a thing? Look, I can teach you how to play Street Fighter. I can teach you how to play... Tekken, I can teach you how to play guilty gear, right? However, there's a concept in giving speeches and in teaching called establishing your credibility. I ain't never won nothing. So why the hell should people trust me? Right. Like I can I can literally like write up the best stuff ever. And because I don't have the credibility for it, not gonna be able to, not gonna be able to teach. Uh, which is, you know, that's the nature of the beast. So having the top players involved and having these types of discussions, having players travel to places and play with people, uh, share information, share knowledge. That is, I think, where most of the knowledge sharing is going to be coming from nowadays. Right. Uh, and Olsen saying that Lijo was specifically looking for videos on the mental game. And in that regard, the FGC doesn't have very many many player analysis videos. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, and here's why: you can go watch Sejam watch a tournament, right? And he'll like specifically like pause through stuff and he'll show key moments. Uh, is it in-depth analysis? No. Is it like frame the frame by frame analysis that High Fight does? No. But it's part of it, right? um high high fights like frame by frame analysis are really cool as well um james chen i think does something very similar frame advantage on youtube with uk gang was so good i don't think i've ever heard of that i'll have to look i'll have to look that up see and this that's the other thing it's like people can make the best content ever but because there's so much stuff out there chances are we're probably never going to see it right which is very unfortunate. So, so I, like, that's the big discussion is, like, how, how do we then start or how can we best use our time to teach the people that want to be taught, right? Because there are, I'm sure, a lot of people who are going to get into Street Fighter 6 and are going to want to learn how to play, especially because there's that big million, right? which then will mean that they're playing for the wrong reasons, but that's another discussion for another day. Uh, there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be getting into Street Fighter through Street Fighter Six. There are going to be a lot of people who are just getting into Street Fighter now through Street Fighter Five, and are going to want to learn how to play. It's It's difficult. It's difficult. I think, I genuinely think James Chen... Uh, I was watching his uh, Tuesday show. I mean, I'm sorry. It was Tuesday show. Or uh, he was having this discussion. And his solution, which I thought was very interesting. And it was a very good way of kind of mimicking uh, the offline social aspect of it. But in-game is to have like a party mode. Where you can get a couple friends together. You all go into, a tr- like, your own training rooms, and then one person at a time plays a ranked match, and everybody gets to watch, and they discuss, right? And that discussion is what's going to help. Having that party mode, as it were, is most likely, like, that is going to be, like, the big... Uh, catalyst for people learning and if you're doing that even if it's even if you don't have a pro player even if you like none uh even if none of you are necessarily good players just having people watching and discussing is going to force you to think critically about the game you're playing and at the end of the day that's all there is to it right the more you think about it the more you try to uh be creative the more you try to figure stuff out the better you will get uh and to olson's point the issue is that there is not enough very concise and very focused content yeah that was uh something i that was something i actually brought up um when i was doing the stream on i think it was yesterday i really think it was yesterday maybe it was 2 days ago i don't i genuinely don't remember when i did it but i did a stream where i formulated a lesson plan around spacing and i had you know Legit, like, I had, like, the the introduction, we had exercise number one, we had uh, reinforcement of exercise number one, we had exercise number two, we had reinforcement of exercise number two, which was also a reinforcement of exercise number one, and then application, right? And at the end, I reviewed everything again, blah, 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 blah. Getting all of that done is damn near impossible in a a five-minute video, right? And that's where it's difficult, is one of the really unfortunate things about fighting games is that the concepts that we deal with are so foreign compared to other video games, right? And they're so specialized, so foreign, and so intricate that giving somebody even, like, the tiniest foothold is a chore in and of itself, and Squidly asks, "Do you think there are other people out there who both are knowledgeable in fighting games and have experience in education? And what roles do Wiki serve in educate uh, educating people with fighting games?" So, first of all, uh, I I am I'd like to think I'm one of those people, right, where I am knowledgeable in fighting games and have experience in education. Somebody else that I know is, used to either used to be an educator or is still an educator is Samurai. Right, I think Samurai was an elementary teacher, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and at the end of the day, educate uh, education or like educating is a skill on its own that any- anybody can learn, but it's going to take a lot of work, right? And in this day and age, where every second is a second that somebody can spend clicking on something else. Making sure that the content of the educational pieces are engaging enough for people to stick with you and not get bored is kind of like the big problem, right? Because at the end of the day, learning is challenging, right? Learning is challenging. Learning is not the easiest thing. Like, I I can tell you, like, I've tried to take online courses, and then I just find myself watching YouTube videos of, like, cats Falling off of uh, falling off of uh, uh, the, the scratching posts, right? Um, but to to Squidly's point about wikis, I actually really agree with Olson. Uh, Olson in the chat is saying wikis should replace Twitter as a resource, but it's been very difficult to shake the habit of posting a thing on Twitter. Yeah, it's Twitter and Discord, right? Granted, Discords are now adding the like the the forum threads, right? Uh, which is which I find very interesting. But ultimately, having the wikis be like the central point of information. Because that's what it used to be, right? Uh, before Street Fighter V and before Guilty Gear Strive, before Tekken 7, there was a website for every occasion, right? There was Test Your Might for co- Mortal Kombat. There was Dust Loop for uh, anime. There was uh, Tekken Zaibatsu for Tekken. And I think Street Fighter was just, was it just Shoryuken? Uh, so there, there were very specialized websites that people would go to that were forums and had wikis that everybody shared their information on. And it because of the nature of those forums, I'm sure if you look for it, they're still probably there, right? Uh, but because, again, the information seems to be very much on a word-of-mouth type of level again, especially when we're talking about Twitter and stuff where things are very fleeting, right? Uh, You can post the coolest tech on Twitter and people be like, hey, this is great tech. Give it a week and it's gone, (laughs) right? So I think what needs to happen is this. The best way to solve this problem of a lack of educational content in the FGC is... Two is two solutions. One, like Olson was saying, going back to wikis, right, or forums. Uh, Discords, I think discords, while they can be good, I think it's, I think it's too difficult for people to find where to go, right? But if we can find one central place where we can all share that knowledge, that will definitely help. And the other thing is because creating content educational content is damn near impossible to get right i think the education has to happen at tournaments like literally like a, in a classroom setting right not that i'm saying like we should have like college level courses on like fucking foot season set play or whatever what i'm saying is getting a bunch of people together at a tournament and presenting information discussing that information Applying that information, it is going to come down to having an in-person classroom setting. I genuinely think that's going to be the big solution to this. Why? Content on YouTube, on TikTok, or literally anywhere else is going to be impossible to be efficient enough to keep people's attention. Right? Too many distractions, too many things that are not going to be useful for, uh, for anyone. Having something be in a classroom setting, kind of like a panel, and discussing it and building out a full lesson plan at a tournament is going to help because it's harder for people to lose interest, right? Because you're there to play fighting games. You're there already thinking about fighting games. So having that discussion and having information being, uh, being shared like this is going to absolutely help. I almost want to put something together to see if it actually does help or not. I'm going to see if I can hit up James Chen um, and a couple other people see if we can see if we can do something. because uh, I, I, I would be very curious to try that, you know. Uh, but with that said, is it possible to make educational content that is uh, useful and uh, engaging enough for people to stick around? Absolutely. Is it going to take a shit ton of work? Absolutely. Is the reward for the work going to be suitable? Is Are you going to get rewarded enough for your hard work by putting this content out there? Hell nah. <laughs> Again, consumption is so, so, so difficult, right? Consuming content is almost as difficult as, uh, as, uh, creating it now just because of the way the internet is to joe's point yes there is a lack of educational fgc content especially diving deeper into more complex concepts uh the solution is to take that shit offline literally save that shit for nationals uh but yeah i think i i genuinely think that's going to be the big solution i almost really i i almost really do want to get with James Chen is to see if we can set something up like that. Like an actual classroom setting at a tournament. Uh, but any That's all I have on this. We're already almost at the end. So I'm going to have to blast through these next two topics. Luckily, there's not too, too much to talk about. So it's okay. However, I am going to have to pass it to Elon on the top right. Because he has all of the information on the info that dropped about Street Fighter 6. So Elon, on the top right. It's your turn. Hey, it's me, Elon on the top right. What's going on? Uh, Looks like Elon on the top left needs to work on his uh, transitions a little bit. Am I right? Look, Street Fighter VI is about seven weeks away. That feels like it's forever. And it is forever. On top of that, we know the starting roster. We know the game modes. We've played... The closed betas, we know how the game plays, we know who's in it, and we know what to expect. So, that's it, right? Apparently not. Because as of this week, Capcom decided to... Oh my god. Okay. Uh, As of this week, Capcom decided that, hey, we still have shit to reveal and i'll be honest i'm kind of confused i don't know what they can possibly reveal at this point right we know all the characters we know all the modes we we've already been given like even like the opening sequence to world tour mode um we've played the battle hub fighting grounds is essentially just ranked <laughs> so what more can they give us i'm i'm very i'm there's a part of me that's worried that we're going to be disappointed but Anyway, this um, this is the announcement that was made. Street Fighter 6. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Weezy, and I'll be hosting the Street Fighter 6 showcase with an exclusive look at the new game. We're talking new ways to fight, crazy new game modes, and some big announcements. Stay tuned. It's about to be crazy. Also, I don't know if it's because I live under a rock or not, but I am so happy that they... I'm so happy that they mentioned that that was Lil Wayne because I didn't know his nickname of his nickname was Wheezy, nor did I know what he looked like. So I'm so happy that they were like, this is Lil Wayne. Uh, And I can't wait for the Lil Wayne Daigo exhibition. (laughs) Every Street Fighter release is just going to be another celebrity who beats up Tygo. Uh, When Street Fighter 6 comes out, will the show be renamed first to six rounds? Hell no. Did you see all the work I had to put into the rebrand? No, we're still going to be best of five. We're sticking with it now. There's no more changing. Um, You can call the show outdated or whatever, but I'll stay up to date. Uh, So this is exactly a week from today. It's April 20th the day of the devil's lettuce with Lil Wayne, which is very interesting, at 3 p.m. Pacific. What really sucks about this timing, what really, really sucks about this timing is that that is the day that I'll be traveling to Houston. It shows up at 5 p.m. Central, right? Because it's 3 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Central. So my hope is that I'll be able to arrive in Houston by the time that this goes on so I can sit at the hotel room and watch. And then, since we're most likely doing a show from the Texas Showdown venue, we'll be able to talk about it uh, at 8 p.m. So I do want to say, finally, 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 Capcom has listened and they're announcing stuff and showing stuff before our show, not immediately afterwards. So everybody give Capcom a round of applause, huh? That, more than anything, is giving me way more hope for Street Fighter VI. They're finally listening to me. It's about goddamn time. Finally, an announcement, a showcase, before our show from Capcom. Seriously, we moved to Thursdays to accommodate the fact that a lot of their stuff was released on Wednesdays. Then they started releasing stuff on Friday. Now they're finally doing it on Thursday afternoon so that we can talk about it at night on our show. So thank you, Capcom. Thank you, uh, Matsumoto-san. Thank you, Nakayama-san. Thank you, Andy-san. Thank you, uh, Matt-san. And everyone else. It's about damn time, but thank you. I appreciate it. And everybody here, all my co-hosts here appreciate it as well. I think I speak for all of us when we say... We like talking about stuff right after it comes out because we're more excited for it instead of having to sit on it for a week so the eh, all right genuine question for those of you in chat and for those of you watching this on youtube and for those of you listening what do you guys think they're gonna announce like what is the big announcement right did he say big announcement or big announcements Right, Because we've already seen how World Tour mode is going to work. We already know how Battle Hub is going to work. So what's left? Genuine question. In the comments, let me know. In the chat, let me know. What are we expecting? Right. We do know that there's a beta coming up because that one person, uh, the one uh, Japanese celebrity who was streaming just kind of casually let that slip. Uh, Which is pretty cool. So I guess they'll probably be announcing that. But is that the big announcement? You know what would be a big announcement is if they were like, hey, this open beta lasts all the way until release. Oh my god, I would lose my shit. Uh, Olsen's expecting Zangief thirst traps. Uh, the mean scenes thinking more world tour stuff. Uh, beta having a different roster. DLC. And uh, Damned Thrasher being real. Oh, that is a good point. Maybe they'll show off like the the Mad Gear Gang, right? Because like it looks like they're the antagonists for the World Tour mode. Man, if they give like the full roster for the Open Beta, that'd be pretty sick. That'd be pretty cool. I'm a fan. I'd be a fan of that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I and it's still like a like two months from, well, a month and a half from the actual release date. So I don't know what they possibly could have left to announce. Uh Squidly says uh DLC maybe maybe they'll announce like a battle pass or something but like what Oh, it's gross. Don't do that. That's bad. Could be more story uh, Souls says could be more story info. We haven't really learned a whole lot about the mode. Well, we know we can go to different places. We know we can Uh, learn from different people Uh, Luke talks down to us like a child it feels awful I don't know if any of the other characters are going to be as condescending or as patronizing but you know maybe they'll pull like a big switcheroo and it's like here's the real cover and it's not Luke Popeye more alt costumes yeah they did show off that, uh, that Kimberly alternate costume that looks pretty cool Very true. Let's get more setting and world building. Yeah, I can go to my local Nordstrom to be talked down to. (laughs) Uh, But why go to your local Nordstrom when you can do it in the video game? Uh, But anyway, all this to say, I have no idea what to expect from this announcement. I mean, yeah, the beta or like demo, whatever. There's a part of me that thinks it's going to be a story demo. Like you guys remember when MVCI had the story demo where we saw like... How bad the voice acting was. I specifically remember Chun-Li charging up for a spinning bird kick. And the voice actor was like. Uh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all joking aside. Maybe it's going to be like a story demo. And not an open beta. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to wait. We have to wait seven days. Well. Eight and a half days. Well. Sorry. Went backwards. Six and a half days. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Oh, also, I uh, I hope you guys know uh, I got approved for some PTO on June second, so that'll be cool. Uh, and I also am, uh, yeah, I think I said it. I'm leaving Thursday, getting to Houston, doing the show, and then coming back on Sunday. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, anywho, we still have one more topic to go, and we have about ten minutes to do so. So I'm gonna toss it to Elon on the bottom right. And He's gonna give us uh, some information on what's gonna be going down next week. So here you go. Take it away God that guy up there never shuts up. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Let's talk about Texas showdown Texas showdown is happening next week and like I said we'll be going we'll be doing content from there I I Spoke about this in our morning streams But I figured I'd also say it now for the first time In my fighting game career, I am not going to be focusing on competing when I go to Texas Showdown. All I've entered is Guilty Gear Strive. And I know what you're saying. But if you're not entering games, then what the hell are you doing at a tournament? Content. Content. And other things that I can't quite talk about because it's not public. Uh, But what I'll be doing is, much much like the... uh the 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 stream that we did from arcade ufo i was going to try to do another one this week but i have to work at 3 a.m on saturday so i don't know if that's going to happen um but i'm going to stream from the show floor i'm going to hopefully be uh trying to interview as many people there as possible who want to talk to me for a couple of seconds and see how they're feeling uh talking about the tournament and all that uh 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 what what are they called uh MSI is going to be there so hopefully I'll be able to talk to some people from there uh junk food custom arcade is going to be there so hopefully we'll get to talk to them I'm just going to walk around and literally just try to talk to people right do like a, a full on like this is what it's like to be at a tournament stream so hopefully we'll get to do that and it all depends on some of the other stuff that I can't talk about which some of you know because I accidentally said it uh but don't share it outside of when I said it. So shut up. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're gonna be doing that, and along with that, actually, Texas Showdown released their big schedule, and this is what their schedule looks like. Boy, that's really small, isn't it? <laughs> let me let me zoom in. Let's let's zoom in here. Uh, com- computer, zoom in enhance. Uh, so Friday. Friday, gotta get down on Friday Starting at 2pm We're gonna have Strive, KOF, and Street Fighter Pools DNF All the way to Top 8 Starting at 6pm Melty All the way to Top 8 Starting at 4pm Mortal Kombat 11 Starting at 5pm Sorry, 4pm Smash Doubles Is starting at 8pm and we have Tekken 7 also starting at 5 p.m. And then later that night at 8 p.m., there's the Blaze Blue uh, Central Fiction exhibition where the two people whose names I already forgot are going to be doing a thing. It's going to be uh, Team Witches with Captain Swirly Glasses and Team Snakes with Captain Chicksama. So. For for the for you central fiction peeps, you're gonna have a lot to look forward to. It's gonna be pretty damn nice. Next. Oh, also, I'm sorry, I forgot. There's also retro games. Uh, that's going to be run on Texas Shot Takers, and there's going to be an entire Alpha Two tournament starting at seven. Super Turbo pools are going to be starting at four, and Third Strike is going to be starting at two p.m. So, even for you retro heads, there's going to be a lot to look at. Uh, thanks to Texas Shot Takers. Next. This is Saturday. This is where everything takes place. Uh, Blue, when Blue saw the schedule, he was horrified, right? Because, for those of you that don't, that don't know, Blue, who's one of our producers uh, here on the show, also runs the uh, AFTC Twitter. And if you look, Blaze Blue Central Fiction and Guilty Gear Revelator 2 are at the exact same time. Meanwhile, Guilty Gear Strive is going until top 16 during that time. (laughs) Dragon Ball Fighters is running most of their stuff starting at 10. KOF 15 is running the start of their tournament up until top 24 starting at 10 a.m. Soul Calibur 6 is having their whole tournament at 10 a.m. There's more Street Fighter V pools. There's Tekken 7 pools. Marvel is starting all the way at 10 a.m., and then Dragon Ball Fighters has their top eight at 8 p.m., and Mar- uh, which is right after the parallel top eights at 6 p.m. with Central Fiction and Rev Two, and we have Marvel Two top eight happening at uh, nine at 9 p.m., and let's not forget the entire bracket of. <laughs> Under Night and Birth Uniclear <laughs> starting at 6. So good luck to Blue having to keep tabs of all of that all at the same time. Meanwhile, for those of you retro heads out there, VSAV is having its morning slot starting at 10. Third Strike keeps on going at noon. At 1 p.m., is the Super Turbo, folks. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is from 6 until 8, right before their top 8 and capcom versus snk2 what's the what's the subtitle is like something about the emperor's new groove or whatever uh is starting at 7 p.m so lots and lots and lots to keep track of here finally we get to sunday the top eight day and here we have on the texas showdown live stream Street Fighter starting at 11, Tekken starting at 2, and Strive starting at 5 on the Tampa Never Sleeps. Also, I'm so excited to see Tampa Never Sleeps there. I hope I get to meet Tong. Tong is a hero. Uh, Speaking of hero, he's going to be streaming Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 top 8 at 11 a.m., along with the King of Fighters 15 top 8 at 2. HXC Gaming is doing all of the retro stuff with Super Turbo, Capcom vs. SNK, and Third Strike. And last, but certainly not least, we have Mortal Kombat 11 and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate running on the Tourney Locator stream. So, big ups to everybody who is putting in the work and making sure we have a super cool uh, experience over there at Texas Showdown this weekend. I know for sure that this is the part where things get the most stressful for everyone, right? Because they're getting volunteers in order, they're getting staff in order... They're getting everything else getting taken care of. It's, cr- it's crazy in there. Um, so to the crew over there at Texas Showdown, I hope this the, like the next seven days are as easygoing as they can be uh, because the stress I can only understand is probably a lot. So best wishes for them. Here's hoping for a smooth event for sure. I remember the last Texas Showdown I went to, I think, was 2018, and it was very fun. It was a very smooth event and went very well. So, and I think it's at the same place. It's at the the Hilton. It's a very fancy Hilton. Uh, very fancy. Chat, what do you guys want to see from Texas Showdown? Huh? It's going to be some Tekken 7. It is a dojo event, by the way. And we saw, actually, you know what? That's a, that's a good thing, too it's a good thing to bring up, is we saw a couple of tweets from Javi about how difficult it was to, A, sign up, and B, hear back from Tekken concerning the Tekken World Tour status. Um And not only did they kind of get, not only did Texas Showdown kind of get screwed because uh the mix-up is a master level event, and they haven't announced any Challengers events so far. Uh, but... Javi said he applied and then didn't know what the status was until he looked up on the website and saw his tournament there as a dojo event. So it sucks that, you know, we don't get more than a dojo 96 plus event. Uh, it kind of sucks. But, you know, them. It it, it feels like... It feels like there was definitely, like, a couple of missteps. And, yeah, that eSports portal, man, I'm really not a big fan of it. I tried to sign up on it a couple times, and they want you to hook up your Twitter, and your then they want you to hook up your Smash GG account, and your Smash GG account has to be hooked up to your Twitter, and then you have to, like, like kill a goat to sacrifice them to, like, like the, the gods of uh, networking, I hope they figure out that esports portal before Tekken comes out. <laughs> uh and that's and that's like the really frustrating part too is like I'm pretty sure last year there were a couple people who did not know they had to sign up at the Tekken esports portal after they made it to the Tekken World Tour finals. But yeah. Um Let's see. Uh Oh, animate Sam wants to see some pizza bets on site. That's a good point. We can make some pizza bets. I know for sure uh, St. Cola's going I know I think I Think I saw Sherry Janik said she's going I don't know exactly like who's all coming, but it's gonna be fun uh, The on stream will be fun to see I really hope so because I had a lot of fun going to arcade UFO I'm still learning how to use the the equipment right and For whatever reason I think on that twitch app. They have like some noise reduction shit that like ugh, Was kind of annoying but I have a backup. I have a backup in case that stuff doesn't work. So we'll see. My po- my, my plan was to go to UFO again this Saturday to see uh, the Street Fighter 5 weekly. However, I'm not going to be able to go. Because I have to work at 3 in the morning. Yeah, Squidly, the events in person are... Is definitely a way better experience than watching it online from what I've experienced, right? Um, especially if you have people that you know... Well, Especially if you're like competing, you're in the thick of it. You get to see stuff. You get to buy stuff. There's gonna be a lot of vendors there. MSI is gonna be there. There's gonna be an Artist Alley. Like I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I think, I think it's gonna be a fun, fun weekend. And I'm happy it's uh, a four-hour drive away, so I don't have to like, go through airports and all this other stuff. You go to hang out. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like just, and that's why I all I entered was Guilty Gear, right? I don't know how it's gonna go like just thinking of content and not competing and we'll see like what all of the other stuff lines up being but yeah, at this point we'll just see what happens right but that will be next week but for this week we are three minutes over time so that is going to be the end of this episode however i do want to mention one more time uh for people that don't know i've been streaming in the mornings at nine thirty in the morning Uh, central time and that's more of like a low-key relaxed stream where we kind of look at uh, news and we kind of hang out today we watched chef's club and i gotta tell you man i almost threw up it was gross chef's club is awful well you just have to you just have to hang out with us and see it next time when we when we subject ourselves to that kind of torture again uh and we also watched, like, some cool, like, daily dose of internet videos. We had we had a good time. We had a good time. And we talked about Street Fighter. We talked about Tekken. We talked about fun stuff. So, uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out tonight. This has been another episode of Best of Five. I want to remind you guys, if you go to bestofvshow.com, you can follow all of our socials there. If you're here on Twitch with me, you can scroll down into the information panel. I updated it. It looks nice. You can also click stuff there. It'll take you directly to either our socials, our Discord, or... Whatever else. Um, if you're sitting and watching us on YouTube, thanks for making it this far. Give us a thumbs up, will you? That stuff helps. Um, and if you're listening to the audio version of it, send me a tweet. T- say hi if you enjoy the audio version of it, will you? Uh, just tweet at me. It's at @bestofvshow. Uh, bestofvshow on Twitter. Send me a tweet. Say, hey, I like the audio version, you asshole. Verbatim, say that. that- that'll be the code word. If anybody is going to Texas Showdown, let me know in the Discord. We'll definitely, like, plan either, like, a get-together or, like, we'll fist bump or we'll play some games, whatever. But for now, that's going to be it. So thanks, everybody, for watching. I don't remember what the button combination is for the end. Was it this? No. All right, I'm just going to do it manually. This is getting awkward. Thanks, everybody, for joining. I'll catch you guys Either tomorrow morning, if you're joining us for the morning stream, or I'll catch you guys at Texas Showdown. All right? See you guys later. Peace out.